September 8th, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 18. Now I, Paul, plead with you. I plead with the gentleness and kindness that Christ himself would use. Even though some of you say, I am bold in my letters, but timid in person. I hope it won't be necessary, but when I come, I may have to be very bold with those who think we act from purely human motives. We are human, but we don't wage war with human plans and methods. We use God's mighty weapons, not merely worldly weapons, to knock down the devil's strongholds. With these weapons, we break down every proud argument that keeps people from knowing God. With these weapons, we conquer their rebellious ideas, and we teach them to obey Christ. And we will punish those who remained disobedient after the rest of you became loyal and obedient. The trouble with you is that you make your decisions on the basis of appearance. You must recognize that we belong to Christ just as much as those who proudly declare that they belong to Christ. I may seem to be boasting too much about the authority given to us by the Lord, but this authority is to build you up, not to tear you down. And I will not be put to shame by having my work among you destroyed. Now this is not just an attempt to frighten you by my letters. For some say, don't worry about Paul. His letters are demanding and forceful, but in person he is weak, and his speeches are really bad. The ones who say this must realize that we will be just as demanding and forceful in person as we are in our letters. Oh, don't worry. I wouldn't dare say that I am as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other and measuring themselves by themselves. What foolishness! But we will not boast of authority we do not have. Our goal is to stay within the boundaries of God's plan for us, and this plan includes our working there with you. We are not going too far when we claim authority over you, for we were the first to travel all the way to you with the good news of Christ. Nor do we claim credit for the work someone else has done. Instead, we hope that your faith will grow and that our work among you will be greatly enlarged. Then we will be able to go and preach the good news in other places that are far beyond you, where no one else is working. Then there will be no question about being in someone else's territory. As the scriptures say, the person who wishes to boast should boast only of what the Lord has done. When people boast about themselves, it doesn't count for much. But when the Lord commends someone, that's different. And here's what's, what's hard to figure out. It's counterintuitive because you can't trust how you feel. The way God gets you to life is often little deaths that you feel along the way. I do exactly the opposite of what I feel. I say the exact opposite of what I want to say. So I feel like I'm dying on the way to life. Whereas the devil, on the other hand, the way he gets you to death is little bursts of what you feel like in the moment will be absolute life, absolute pleasure. It'll feel so good to say that. It'll feel so good to just put them in their place. It'll feel so good to just look at this on the internet and just go there and sleep with her. You'll feel like you're taking life on the way to dying. That's why Jesus said, whoever wants to find his life must lose it. Whoever wants to keep his life must lay it down at my feet. 
You can't just go around doing everything you feel because then your emotion is going to let sin inside your heart. And as you act out of every emotion, many times the enemy is going to steer you towards death, steer you towards the place you don't want to go. He's going to steal from you. He's going to take from you. He's going to destroy you. And he's a liar. He'll always take you further than you wanted to go and keep you there longer than you wanted to stay. Let me tell you something. Pastor Tim Keller, he put it this way. He said, long after you're done with your sin, your sin will not be done with you. It will still have plans for you to move you closer and closer to death and blind you along the way. And so you can't let it in. You can't let it into your heart. You can't play with sin. You can't rationalize it. It's my pet sin. It wants to pounce. It wants to take your throat out. The word crouch in the Hebrew is usually only used to describe leopards and tigers, but it's used here of sin. Don't you understand? You can't mess around with sin because sin is not going to mess around with you. Its desire is for you. It's got a taste for your blood. It wants to take you out. Come on, we got to pluck off that, that eye. we got to cut off that hand. we got to mortify the deeds of our body that we might live through the power of the Spirit of God who lives inside of us. We can't let a little leaven in there. It's going to leaven the whole loaf. It's going to mess up your whole life. God cares about you. And whenever he says don't, he means don't hurt yourself. You don't have to do everything that you feel. I got